You're listening to Taxpayers Australia's News and Insights podcast, Tax Wrap. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Tax Wrap podcast, episode 69. I'm joined today with uh, Letty Choi and Andy Nguyen. And um, today we're looking at, well, there's a new, it's a new updated employee and contractors versus contractors tool, I understand, um, which is very important. If I'm, a, if I'm a business, for instance, and I hire some people to do a special project, it's very important, I believe, to get this right. That's right, Steve. Um, I mean, this tool's on the ATO website, and it's one of the tools that, you know, a lot of employees sometimes have issues with, mainly because trying to work out whether somebody's an employee or contractor, there's a raft of um, tax issues that people need to consider, and also super issues. So, for example, should I be withholding for PAYG purposes? Uh, If I provide non-cash benefits, am I subject to FBT? Um, you know, super guarantee and, you know, a whole myriad of other issues, for example, such as uh, payroll taxes and workers' compensation. Right. So having the ability to um, properly assess whether somebody that you're engaging with, particularly for, for services, is an employee or contractor right. is quite I, important. I, I understand it's not just a matter of if they give you an invoice, that doesn't mean they're a contractor, does it? Yeah, that's absolutely correct. A lot of people mistakenly think that just because the worker has an ABN and gives it to them, or if the legal contract says contractor, then it means that a contractor. Right. That's not always correct. An ABN does not mean that they're necessarily a contractor. So, um, unfortunately, as usual, the tax law doesn't make life easier for us. <laughs> it doesn't actually give us a very specific definition of employee or contractor. Yep. So what we've had to do over the many, many years is go to case law and look at those principles. And superannuation law confuses things even more because they do take the same common law definition of employee that tax law uses, but then they extend it to include someone who works under a contract that is wholly or principally for the labour of the person. Right, right. So we won't go into that point right now, but suffice it to say that... On the ATO website, there is a very handy snapshot of the key differences between employees and contractors. And this, this updated tool has a very simple URL. If you listeners are on, if you're in front of your computer, you can type in uh, www.ato.gov.au forward slash ec. Yes, easy for employee contractor. Yeah, I suppose. And another thing that they've changed is that it is now mobile phone friendly. Oh, brilliant. So if you're out and about um, in the queue at Coles or on the bus <laughs> and you really want to know whether the person you're about to hire to do your special project is employee to co- or contractor, you can do it anywhere, yeah. any place, anytime. Well, I suppose whip the tablet out of your back pocket right. and, sure. and uh, before they sign on the dotted line, sure, get the, to- get the sure. tool out. So yeah. what's new? What does it do? Yeah, I think the first thing to note is... This particular tool did cause a bit of confusion, a bit of, not necessarily angst, but a bit of confusion with business users and practitioners. And it was part of a recommendation by the Board of Taxation um, sometime last year when they were looking at the impediments to small business that this tool should be uh, revised to Mm. make it a lot more user-friendly. Okay. So some of the things that they've done to make it user-friendly is really going back to basics almost. Back to basics in the sense that... uh, Many of these changes are already on a lot of websites these days. All right. So, for example, um, what they've done is they've 
when you work through the tool, if you see a little question mark symbol, you simply put your mouse over that and it gives you a bit of extra information about that question or perhaps defines the key terms in oh, that that's question. Handy. Yeah, yeah. So that the because don't forget, bear in mind that a lot of businesses or a lot of users who may be using this particular tool, they may not themselves be tax specialists or the business owner or manager may be using this tool as additional resource but not necessarily talking to their tax agent at that point well, in they, time. Or they might be, not be in the same room with them. That's course, right. They, they might just be thinking, oh, I need, to, I need to engage someone and these are the terms that they want to work for us on. Yep. Uh, let's just take a quick flick through the tool to see whether they'd be employee or contractor and having a bit of a mouse over information uh, function is quite useful just to give a quick snapshot and then that uh, business owner or manager could then perhaps take some notes and ask the tax agent for further confirmation. To confirm that they've got the right Understood the, the question right. Yeah, sure. okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. Another thing that they've put into this tool now is that with these tools, there's you know many questions. It's basically a decision tool whereby you answer one question, then it'll lead you to the next question to the next question. Depending on your answer. That's right. Yeah. And along the way, uh, instead of having to wait till the end, to find out what the final answer is, like you, if you're doing a test or an exam at school or something, now after pretty much every question, there'll be this little information bar that actually tells you what your answer that you just answered actually means for the taxpayer. So it may not actually say, well, this is definitely going to be employee, but oh. it will just say, because you answered the question this way, uh, this is what is going Most to Most likely is going to be the result. Okay. Yeah, or... or or you may just give a bit of extra information about that answer. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things, Steve, where I think we spoke about it previously as well. You know, sort of we are moving a lot to more, towards more of this robo type of, um, I wouldn't call it well, advice, it, but it, guidance yeah, yeah, in terms yeah. of, um, you know, whether it's employee contracts, as whether it's superannuation guarantee. Yeah. Um, we spoke about the other tools the, we talked the, about the, the other week. The personal yeah. services income one. So yeah. yeah, so there's a lot of tools now produced by the ATO, which is which is to guide taxpayers in making these sorts of decisions. Mm. Yes. And now Andy's use of the words guide and guidance is absolutely spot on because this is not intended to give an absolutely definitive or legally binding answer to all your business problems. And we see that in the result report that it spits out at the end of the questionnaire. Right. So what it does, it tells you, based on the information you have provided, it tells you whether your person or your worker is going to be an employee or whether they're going to be a contractor. And then what it does, it actually goes through um, the different tax implications and just gives you bullet points as to the likely implications that will come up. For example, PAYG withholding. It tells you what your likely withholding obligations will include. Same with FBT. Um, there's also an option f to select whether or not you want to know about the superannuation guarantee obligations. But what it does not do is give you more and peace about uh, what each of those obligations okay. will entail. But the, if you get to the end of the process, can you save the a report or something so you can get to it later to go back and check when you are with your tax agent, with your advisor? You absolutely can save or print. Oh, yeah. All right. That yeah. is, and, and that can lead us on to our next point about how how a tax agent in their practice can use this. Mm, well, how is that? How, do, how can they use the tool? Yes, yeah, so basically the tool provides some level of protection in the sense that you, if you were to you know, fill it out, uh, honestly, truthfully, yeah. then it does provide you some level of protection. In the oh, so sense protection that you mean you can rely on the result? Uh, to, some degree, to some you can, degree, you can rely on it to some degree. Or what it does is it provides you with a reasonably arguable 
position. So in in the event that you know you get the position wrong, mm. and you've relied on that tool, then at least you know your your penalties are reduced. Oh, you okay. know, so obviously, if you've underdisclosed income, yep, and you're subject to to tax, and if you have to pay back that tax plus interest. Uh, there's typically a different levels of penalties which apply depending on whether you're reckless or you're, or you know you've got a reasonably arguable position. Typically, that's twenty five percent. So if so, you've been upfront and honest with the with the role well, with the tool, I suppose, um, you can kind of be assured that you're going to be doing the right thing. But if yes. you haven't disclosed everything, then you might be in trouble. Mm. That's so, correct. So yeah. the moral of the story is really that. Look, at the end of the day, as we alluded to before, this is not meant to replace detailed legal advice or anything like no, that. If no. you really want the ATO's um, opinion on your situation, you should still be going for a private ruling or getting some sort of detailed oh, yeah. professional advice. However, if, if you want to rely on this tool just to back up what you already think or to back up your other research and analysis, yeah. then what printing this out or saving it does is that in case your situation is actually a bit more convoluted than you thought and your employee is actually contractor or vice versa, mm. yes, the business may have to um, pay a bit of short for PAYG or super or what have you, but if you can prove to the ATO that you took reasonable care, that you bothered to try to understand all the tax implications, and yes, you may have made an honest mistake or not understood um, beyond what was on the screen in front of you, but at least you made a genuine effort to do so. To do the right then thing, yeah. That's right. Then, then they will make you pay back the tax, but they won't hammer you with fines and penalties. Yeah, well, fair enough if you owe the tax. I suppose it's, I hope I don't come out sounding paranoid, but I mean, okay, I'm an employer and I've put in all these details and uh, I come to the end. I mean, does now does the ATO have all these details on me and my business now? No. Is this on, on the record? Has <laughs> that's, a very, that's a very, very good question. Um, the... You know, you can use this tool anonymously. You don't have to put in uh, your identifying details. There is a space at the end where you, what it allows you to do, you can type in your business name and the worker's name, right. and then you can print it out or what have you for your records. And you might find, find it useful to do that just so that you have that record. But that's not compulsory. No. And even if you do that, you can always press print and then just delete the name off the screen oh, before okay. you proceed any or further put in, put in worker a worker b or yeah, whatever, whatever yeah, as long as you can identify in your own files but there is absolutely the ato um does say that this is anonymous now i'm not an it expert we are not an it firm so right. we don't know to what extent if you type in names whether it, there is any way of saving it onto their service but they yeah. have made a commitment that they do not store the information that you provide no. in, in, in another way i mean on the other side of the same coin i suppose i'm Having the information stored somewhere could be handy later on down the track. I mean, I don't keep, I'm not great at record keeping, but uh, as a business owner, you would hope I would be. But uh, it's kind of good to know that you can have this stuff stored if you need to. I mean, I think the other thing as well to note is this is an ATO tool, so it is for, for federal taxes, for yep. federal income taxes and superannuation guarantees. So it doesn't necessarily extend to payroll tax. Or you know workers' compensation oh. as well, state-based workers' compensation. Yep. So it's just something to note, not to say that you won't necessarily get the right outcome if you were to use the tool for that purpose. But that's just one other thing to note as well. It doesn't extend to all your your tax obligations. Um, and the the other thing to also note is that you know these days DHO does have an employee obligations group. So they look at these sorts of relationships oh, yeah. and then work out you know because. You won't have necessarily an FBT audit. You'll have an FBT audit, but you also have all the other aspects of the tax combined because if all these things are premised on that employer, employer slash 
employee relationship. Oh, of course, of course. Like with, with if you're giving out benefits or all the other things that can go along with putting on an employee. That's yeah, correct. Good. Now, this is just for business, isn't it? Not for individuals. This one is just for businesses to use or for taxation to use on behalf of business clients. Right. But uh, this is very tailored for businesses because the results that it spits out at the end of the survey is really uh, to do with the business's obligations. There's actually a separate tool available for the individual worker, and this tool is also not suitable for use for labour hire firms either. Ah, oh, okay. Oh, good to know. What, the, what, what we must really take away, though, is... It's really a bit of an evergreen principle in that if you have a business client that engages a new worker, always encourage them to check whether they are an employee or contractor for tax and super purposes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Even if they think that they're a contractor, just at least double check, at least have it on file. Well, it can't take long. What would this take, five minutes? Just yeah, it doesn't take agreement. long, yeah. and you can use it as support for um, any other more thorough or detailed or personalised research that you do. Yeah, it's particularly the case, Steve, where there's, you know, the arrangement's not necessarily clear-cut. Somebody might provide you with an ABN, you go, oh, Jesus, is that correct? We're yeah. instructing them, we're giving them our tools to use, you know. So yeah, some of those yeah. questions, where, where it becomes a little bit grey, you mm. know, it can it's still worth making that those inquiries. Yeah, yeah. and profession yeah. is always better than QR. So if the business and the tax agent and the individual worker and their tax agents are all on top of what the arrangements are for tax and super purposes yep. before anyone signs on the dotted line, then that's just going to make life flow much more simply yeah, in yep. the future. Like you don't want the individual true. worker to go back to the business um, eight months on the track and say, excuse me, I was an employee, you haven't paid any super. Oh, no, that would be disastrous. If we can save that, all the, all, all the much better. So, all right, well, thank you very much, guys. It's uh, been enlightening as always. Uh, listeners, um, of course, if you have a topic or issue you'd like to discuss, please email us at podcast at taxpayer.com.au. And thank you, Andy, and thank you, Letty, again. Thank you, listeners. We'll see you next week.